Hey, Josh. What? Knock, knock. Who's there? The interrupting cow. The interrupting Moo. cow. Moo. As in, move over and make way for our special guest. Uh, joining us today on Sunnyside. <laughs> Great transition. Oh, I'm blushing. <laughs> Do you want to introduce Donna? yourself? Oh, yeah, I'm Emily. Um, I go to NAU here, work with these two. Um, yeah, we're all workers. But yeah, we all in the workforce, yeah. all that good stuff. And I'm about to graduate. Wow. Yeah. Tears. 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 Sad. Yeah, very sad. Well, welcome to today's episode of Motivational Monday on Sunny Side, featuring Josh, Josh, and Josh. Yeah, Triple J. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, today, I think we should talk about new beginnings. I think we should too. Spring break just happened. Spring break did just happen. Refreshed. It's kind of like a reset. It's like a re- yeah. That's why I, I love spring break. It's a little reset. I don't want to do the semester the same I did, or this half of the semester the same I did. Last semester. Not even that. It just like okay, spring break happened like delayed, right? Now we're at five weeks left. Feels like it's gonna fly by. Five weeks. We only have five weeks left. Isn't that some shit? Emily, that means you're graduating in five weeks. How the fuck does that feel? Um good and bad. I'm happy to be finished with my undergrad almost. I have two and a half more years ahead of me after that. But I see that as a new beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see that. I mean, obviously, everyone has a new beginning at the start of every school year. But starting grad school, like, that's total reset. Yeah. yeah, so I'll be living somewhere new. Pretty much everyone. Are you leaving? <laughs> no, I'm going to NAU for grad school. Oh. <laughs> I'll still be here. <laughs> totally. It's just... Grad school, it's just a different school. I'll still yeah. be here. But I'll be around. Do so you still plan to be, you know, a contributing factor in the workforce? You know, <sighs> a, a good member of society. Um, yeah. yeah. Worthy of my place in the world. Um, <laughs> Are you gonna like be a trust fund kid? Not a trust fund kid, don't get it twisted. Um <laughs> I'm gonna play it by ear. Okay. See how it goes. See how see how hard grad school actually is. I've already talked to our boss about it, and she's willing to let me come back if I want to work again. <laughs> Contain your excitement, please. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, interesting. I don't know. I feel like it should be fine. Um, worst case scenario, it is just a reset, and True. you just go in with a new light. And I feel like every time you kind of have these little like school resets or these little like mini life resets, you definitely go in with like a new you life. Change it. You do change, and I was I don't know. I feel like it's always for the better. Like you go into like like new position, that new like school year, the new whatever, with the knowledge you had gained in like that previous semester or year or degree or whatever the fuck it could be. Like I don't know. I feel like you go in with new knowledge, like a different approach, definitely like a new light. Yeah, and I think a lot of the time it helps you either like get through it quicker or easier. I don't know. Become stronger. I had a theater teacher, well, she was a guest artist um, that came in, and she was talking about how she lives her life in a constant wave of change. Like Hmm. she kind of like open door philosophy, like takes all the opportunities she gets. But she was like, I never want to be doing the same thing for too long because you get stagnant and you stop learning. Yeah. And I think that's a, like, kind of, you know, on new beginnings, I think it's good to always continue to start something new or continue. Yeah. No, I, 
can agree that constant change can be great, but everyone's different. Yeah. And like constant change for me makes me very uncomfortable. I don't like the unknown. Um, I don't know. I, since I'm going to physical therapy, yes, I'm going to be like a physical therapist for many years, and that doesn't really seem like change. But I'm still learning because yeah, no yeah. two patients are the exact same. Yeah. So that's what I'm excited about. Yes, it's the same job, but I'm experiencing something yeah. new every day. It's not like a nine to five working at. I also pretty much agree with her. I don't know, like. I'm not a huge fan of change either. Like, I like the consistency. I don't know. Like, I get into a nice routine. It gets comfortable. It doesn't mean I'm not learning though. Like, you can definitely make efforts and like try and like learn, try and improve yourself, Mm -hmm. or just like the basic like form of learning. Like, Mm -hmm. if you're going into like chemistry and you're a chemist, like Dr. Civitello or some shit. Like, I'm sure that when he was actually working in industry, like. Even though it was a routine, like, nine-to-five yeah. job, like, most every day, it would be learning something different. Yeah. For Emily, as a physical therapist, like, she said, like, no two patients mm-hmm. are going to be the same. And me wanting to go into trauma surgery, like, I guarantee you, no two trauma patients are going to be the same. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like you can still have a nice, like, comfortable routine, relatively free of change. Yeah. And still be able to, like, evolve. Because there's still stuff changing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, I want to find something stable and that I can rely on, but also I never want to be doing the same thing for too long. I know I'm young, so of course I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm not going to fucking stay in somewhere for 10 years. (laughs) But I think like, I don't know, I enjoy, even though I'm scared of like failing a lot, scared of hurting that's myself. a very reasonable fear i feel like yeah. a lot of people feel that way but i learned to, i've kind of learned to enjoy it like when i did theater it was always encouraged to try and learn from your failures because what do you learn from winning bullying see yeah. theater kids get bullied a lot i feel like that helps you more than <laughs> yeah <laughs> bullying works. but i like continuing to do new things or continuing to not let stuff fall away like, not just getting stuck into one thing. Like, that's so kind you, of why I started Do you think you game. take more opportunities now than you did before? Yeah. I mean... That's great. I played nude beach volleyball on... Holy shit. <laughs> really? And that's like, yeah. And that's something I never thought I would do. Oh but someone came up to me and was like... Emily, you guys contain your excitement. Yeah. Cool. Someone was like... Because my girlfriend and I were at a nude beach. And then this guy was like, you want to play volleyball with us? And I was like... Yeah, <laughs> sure. So, I don't know, and I'm glad I did that. I mean, there was parts of me that were uncomfortable, but it's yeah. still like, I learned, and I think like, I don't know, I feel safer and more strong. No, that's reasonable. Yeah. I feel like a lot of like the fear that comes with trying something new is definitely failing. And I think yeah. a lot of like, just kind of like that repetition getting into it, like the more you play it, I'm sure the more comfortable you got. So I feel like that's basically the case on most things. Yeah. Like, I mean, no one likes to lose. No, <laughs> no. But it's how you it, learn. It is, yeah. and it's I think like probably one of the most important parts of like going into something new and like trying something new. Like, not to be dickish, but like most of us like TAs on the one fifty one side on our first like in person quiz. Not that we want our kids to do bad, but it's kind of like the expectation. 
because yeah. after that point, like, they're like, oh, crap, like, I actually need to, like, come prepared. I need to, like, yeah. start reading up on this. Like, I need to know what's actually going on in lab. Yeah. Which is really, really fucking good, because experiment one, it's like, oh, cool, like, we're measuring things. Like, yeah. can you weigh this? Can you use a grad cylinder? And then it's like, experiment two, we're already using Bunsen burners. And then experiment three, we're moving on to, like, five molar acid. Like, yeah. dangers yeah. are starting to, like, mm-hmm. grow literally exponentially with every lab. And then as you continue further on, like, literally still exponentially growing. Mm-hmm. Like, shit's terrifying. Yeah. And if we're not, like, coming prepared, if we're not knowing those dangers, like, that poses a serious safety risk. Yeah. So that, like, first little bit of failure, I think, is so intrinsic I think, into getting them, like, prepared yeah. and ready for the rest of lab. I mean, I think, like, one of the best things with a school or a learning environment is a safe place to fail. Because if, if the stakes are not mm-hmm. high... And I will say the stakes are not high on those quizzes. <laughs> yeah, they're not. And that's, I think that's a good thing. Like, they can learn from those failures but not be penalized. Because, like, if you fail when you're a chemist working in industry and you get acid all over your arm, you fucking lose your arm. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Yeah, you have a good point. I think having a safe space to, like, not just try things, but definitely to, like, fail whether that be like you trying something like big with like a group or not with a group but like in a group setting or like at a larger scale whether that's like moving cities starting a new job like i think it's important to have that like little bit of support where you can like turn to if you do fail like even you playing nude beach volleyball like you had your girlfriend for like fuck no like this is terrifying like i'm failing like whatever like i was doing horrible but honestly the the guy who invited us he was like yeah, good, good try, good shot. And I was like, bro, this is just a random person like creating a safe environment. This yeah, is great. Yeah, if they can make it a safe space, that means everything. Yeah. You need to be comfortable enough to be okay with failing, mm-hmm. which is what we try to do for the students. But yeah, I think a lot of them do better if it's a safe space. Yeah. To fail, because then yeah. it makes them just want to do good for themselves. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I will say like clearly like. Because most of these are freshman labs, right? Like, kids yeah. are coming in. Like, this is, this is, I'd say, one of, like, the biggest changes at an early age you can have for someone. It's like, you just turned 18. You're now considered an adult. Um, some of these are leaving their hometowns, like, leaving their parents. That whole safety net. Yeah. Their friend groups, everything so behind. Yeah. If not, like, hours by car, hours by plane, like, whatever it is. Like, coming to a new state or a new city starting fucking fresh like that is as brand new a beginning as it can be i mean yeah people are learning so much like i didn't know how to clean well (laughs) (laughs) i'm serious there's such a learning curve that comes with college and it's just getting yourself into a routine that works for you when you and there is going to be a lot of failures like i'm sure your apartment was an absolute mess until you actually learned how to clean well it's a mess why the fuck you don't know how to clean still haven't learned but we'll get there but it's like it's still so important to have that like good friend group or like good support base so that you do feel comfortable to fail. I definitely I don't know I agree with that. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad college was kind of low stakes freshman year. Like it was still you wanted to do good, but I felt like a lot more a lot more teachers were understanding. Yeah. And like, but also I've I've kind of just learned because I used to base my self worth on my grades. And now, being a lot of us did. Yeah, but being I still fucking do. Like it's actually just a number, or a letter. Like it is a number. The grades I get are just arbitrary. 
Yeah, but those letters and grades have a pretty solid effect on both like scholarships and applications later yeah. on in life. Like Emily, I'm sure for grad school there, you had yeah, to show some pretty it's, solid it's grades. It's a factor, definitely. Not the only thing they look at, which makes me more comfortable knowing that they're looking at everything else I do. Um, but I mean, I got all A's all throughout high school, doing AP classes and everything. And then I came to college and I got my first B. Mm-hmm. for my first semester and I kind of just had to like accept that and then I moved on and I started taking OCHEM and I got a C <laughs> and it's just you got to kind of accept it that grades aren't everything and yeah. that class You're wasn't for me I'm still a good student I yeah. still do really well in my classes but yeah. that class wasn't for me and so I just have to accept that grade and move on and I still got into grad school I think I'm still doing yeah. well it's not doesn't my grades don't define yeah. <laughs> just a quick question I like what are the other like factors on applying to like grad school because I know for like med school you have like the MCAT on top of like all of your letters of rec and mm-hmm. your transcripts and all that shit is it similar for uh, PT school uh, yeah so GPA all of your credits and everything um, I had to take the GRE which is basically the equivalent of the MCAT for just general grad school um I had to have some clinical hours, so I did an internship at a PT clinic over the summer to use those. It's so weird with COVID, though, because they're not super strict on the clinical hours because they know how hard it's been for people to get those. But yeah, letters of rec, all that good stuff. Yeah, I mean, they just kind of look at you as a whole, right? Yeah, me as an overall person. um, I did an interview as well. I talked a lot about um, working in the chemistry department because that's literally half of my college experience (laughs) um so and that's i do that more than i do school nowadays so that's a big part and i do Do think that that played a big big factor in me getting accepted do you apply because i heard for some grad grad schools just more you're applying to a professor right or is that you still apply to grad school because i know like with a lot of grad schools like you're mainly doing research or you still have okay maybe i don't know what i'm talking (laughs) <laughs> um, I'm not, that might be for like a different um, career path for physical therapy um, it's you're applying to the program itself um, so I'm doing the physical therapy program at NAU and it's not really under a specific professor like my first year is more so lectures and then my second year is more so like being in the clinic and getting mm-hmm. hours in and working with patients yeah so that's so exciting though like you get actual patient contact in two I years <laughs> it doesn't I, I don't feel like i'm qualified to even be graduating with my <laughs> undergrad yet but yeah i'm excited it's gonna be nice to actually that definitely is i don't know i do i'm excited and <laughs> i'm not even graduating yeah, it's just, it's so crazy because in high school they tell you, um, like, oh, once you get to college, you'll be able to take the classes you actually want to take. Fuck no. No. Fuck I was so no. excited. I was like, okay, great. Like, I was originally pre-med, and I was like, great, I'll be taking classes I actually wanted to take. No, they're all still prereqs. I'm taking, what, molecular genetics right now? I don't need that for PT school. Yeah. So... Grad school, I'll hopefully actually be taking classes <laughs> that I want to be taking. I love that that idea just keeps getting like pushed back. Like, oh, don't worry. Like, when you graduate, you'll actually get to do like the shit you want to do. And like, don't worry. Like, once you graduate from this one, you'll actually get to. And it's like, will I? Will yeah, I actually? It just 
it just feels like a bunch of more prereqs, especially doing the honors program and um, and I have to take English classes. Oh I'm taking English classes and I'm a biomed major. It just I don't know. I I kind of feel your pain on that one. Like as a sophomore, I'm majoring in chem with like a pre med track yeah. as well and a minor in bio. Is that, like, really what I had, like, the idea of, like, going into, like, my undergrad with? Fuck no. Like, I was really just genuinely hoping to, like, actually major in pre-med, like, get all of my prereqs done. And I was like, okay, well, NAU doesn't offer that, first of all. And, like, second of all, I do need a backup plan, I guess. So I was like, fuck it. I like chemistry. Let's go with that. Yeah. But it's like, I'm still, like, mugging through. Like, I don't want to take gen chem. Like, that's all shit I covered in high school. Yeah. It's like, I didn't want to, like, mug through that. I didn't have a better education than me. Maybe, but like you also went to like school for the arts. Yeah. I love it for you. It fits you so very well. It was great. (laughs) I started with like actual like world class actors. It was great. See, that's really good. Yeah. But I took one AP class. Look at you now. Look at me now. I took one PE class. No, one AP class. Oh. I did take one PE class. I didn't even take, I did online PE. What the fuck? Jumpy jacks on the zoo. I would like to say that I did do gymnastics and trained like oh, that's cool. Whoa, 20, 25 hours a week. So Holy I just God. like gotta log that as my PE time because that'd be a joke for me to do an You have to PE. log PE time. Okay. Yeah. That's how online PE works. Is this like where you can like exercise. lie about your like reading log? Do y'all remember those oh, shit? My parents helped me lie on those. Oh, fuck I actually you. did those. <laughs> I I like to read, I don't like to write. Okay, being a STEM major, I love writing. If you I ask me to write, I will break down in tears. I can't write to save my life. I don't like doing it, Hear which is exactly out. why I'm a STEM major. Hear me out. We start a symbiotic relationship. You do all the fucking reading, I will gladly write. See, I'm not gonna read like science articles though. Like I like being <laughs> able to choose what I can read. Science articles are not fiction. I like fiction. Really? I fuck with nonfiction. Like, if I had to read anything, it has to be, like, nonfiction. Like, not so much in, like, I guess, like, historical, like, work. But I was, like, as a kid, like, growing up, I was a motherfucker with, like, the Magic Treehouse, like, reading through all those yeah, shit. It's it was so Is good. Magic Treehouse nonfiction? Technically, yeah. I mean, what? it's, like, Are you kidding? Sci-fi it's a like Magic Treehouse. <laughs> <laughs> but it was based on, like, historic events. So you, like, actually learn about history when you were, like... Ooh, is that teleported the same as, like, tree house. Percy Jackson? Fuck no. Yes, it is. I feel like it should be. Dude, what? Well, no. Greek mythology and that, like, you learned. That's how I No, but Greek that was, mythology. like, that's the equivalent of, like, LaCroix Greek mythology. Like, someone was, like, had a roommate that was super obsessed with it as they were, like, writing Percy Jackson. Like, you just kind of, like, sprinkled in. And, like, Salt Bay came in and was, like, Zeus, Zeus. And then fucking did. And I'll stand by that. I I'm not saying it wasn't a good series. <laughs> I'm just saying like, hear this out. My brother's high school history teacher let him get like 10% extra credit just by playing Assassin's Creed games and writing about them. That's fucking no. savage. I would trust no, Assassin's they, Creed more than like. Okay, as someone who's never played it, I guess okay. I don't know what it's all about. But so <laughs> I think if that's okay, Percy Jackson is okay. I feel like Assassin's Creed has more like 
used appropriately it. used mythology than Percy Jackson. We will we will see when the Percy Jackson. You know what? Fuck it. No, no. This is too serious. This is too serious for a motivational Monday. The rest of this conversation will be postponed for a Friday. We will we will have a whole ass motherfucking debate. On Percy Jackson versus the Magic Treehouse. Yeah, I'll read up. I'll refresh. I'll refresh my memory good, on good. the Percy Jackson series. Very glad. Yeah. God. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, back to taking classes. I don't want to take. Bio 181 and 182 is a fucking joke. You didn't have the good professor. God. Who's the good professor? Starts with an S. Doctor Stoltz. I did. I Schultz? loved him. Did you say Schultz? No. Stoltz. Stoltz. Oh. Was it your dad? He was amazing. Loved him as a guy. He seems like a great person. Every time he wore a kilt, cracked me up. It brought joy to my heart. He did the blue-footed, boobied mating dance. Loved that. Absolutely incredible. He brought his daughter in. She's a cutie pie. Love that. Mm-hmm. He showed us like pictures of his weed farm. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> He's public on Instagram. It's great. It's great. Anywho, had him. Still a fucking joke. Like, okay, first of all, the labs pissed me off so much. 181 lab, it was go in, hand sanitizer, glove up, and then go play with fucking model kids. Oh, yeah, 181. That's the first class. 181 lab is the first class I got to be in. You're literally just, like, playing with models, making some graphs. It's not a real lab. It's not. It's fucking ridiculous. Neither is 182 lab. Oh, I know. You're copying drawings of plants. All of it's computer-based work. It's all macro. My environmental science lab. It's, fu- it's a fucking real. joke, and I hate it for that. And I personally hate so much more that one student came in to my lab and was doing an Experiment 6 redo. I was like, you know, like semi-hovering over them, because I was like, oh, like, we failed this once. Like, let's not do it again. And I was like, oh, like, they don't like it. So I clearly, like, I asked, right? I was like, hey, would you rather that I, like, help you through it and, like, I'm here, so we're like catch mistakes early, or would you rather me just kind of like let you try it again? Like you kind of knew where you messed up, like yada yada, and like do you just want to like fly with it? Or they're like, no, I do so much better on my own. Like I got this, like blah blah blah. I was like, well, first of all, clearly you didn't because we tried that, didn't work <laughs> out. And then I was like, they they continued then, and they're like, well, I also feel like I do do so much better in the bio labs because they're so hands on, and like this is, and I'm like, ma'am. You currently have a burette loaded with sodium hydroxide. You just dissolved KHP in an E-flask. You loaded it with phenylphthalein, I hope. And now you're doing a whole ass titration by yourself with, like, con solutions that you diluted. What's more hands-on? I'm like, if you're taking, in a bio if you're lab over like there. you're microbio, okay, that's a little more hands-on. Microbio is like, also a fucking joke. I can be in and out of that lab in an hour. And yet, our fucking TA makes it, like, stretch for the whole three-hour lap period. Since I've, like, accepted that a lot of the classes that I'm forced to take in my undergrad are not actually going to pertain to my future career, mm-hmm. if it's easy, then I'm okay with taking a useless class. Mm-hmm. If it's a hard, useless class, I, just, I can't yeah. stand that. I know that's just, reasonable. It's a, it's a waste of time, and it's hurting my grade for something that I'm never going to use in the future that I don't need to learn. See, but I'm like, that's the thing, though. To get out of stuff like that. Uh, No. You just have to take more bullshit classes, but they're like slightly more curated. Okay. If that makes sense, like I'm taking medical rhetoric, which is a requirement. 
like okay, it's a two ninety. See, yeah, see, like you can use it in a way that makes it helpful, because basically the honors classes you take some of your regular like biochemistry whatever credits as honors, and then you're forced to take some honors classes which are just English classes, but they have themes. Yeah. So you can pick a theme that matches what you're learning, or if you're like me and you hate English anyways, <laughs> you take um, Harry Potter or Marvel to get yourself <laughs> through the class. Yeah. So. It really isn't. They're like so, I will say it has a couple of perks. There are a couple of perks. Early enrollment is definitely a perk. Living in the honors college is a perk. Um, if y'all are listening to this and for some unforsaken reason you're in high school still, <laughs> apply to the honors program. There's a shit ton of perks. I'm sure. Also, you can drop it at any time. That is very so true. So many people that I met freshman year through honors have dropped out of it. I hardly know anyone who has stuck with it. it I'm planning on dropping honors. No, it's, it's so much nicer. All the honors classes are usually smaller. It's not that you have to take like extra credits or anything. Fuck no. No, I will say you have to have a certain number of honors credits, but you can make the classes you're already taking honors credits. But like, like you can take like honors chem, mm-hmm. or you can like actually shift like a normal class into honors, like talking Just to the Just doing professor. like an extra assignment or something can make it honors. If you Literally, like the, the like one distinction is like a presentation, and it'll make yeah. it an honors class. I will say, if you are thinking of doing honors. It's very helpful if you plan to go to do more schooling past your undergrad because they will see it on your degree mm-hmm. that it's honors. But mm-hmm. I mean, if you're stopping after your undergrad, Don't I would see it through through freshman year just to get early enrollment and the no, nice fuck dorm. That. And then see it, see it through like not all the way through senior year. Like, don't graduate with it, but like, definitely piss off some advisors and be like, you need to have these classes in, like, you're falling behind on honors, like, blah, 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 and then, like, yeah. don't worry, I'm dropping it, like, next semester. Yeah, I... But, I don't know, like, definitely, freshman year, you get the, like, nice-ass honors dorms. Mm-hmm. I can't vouch for them. They are fucking pristine. Oh, yeah. They have AC. You share a bathroom with one person mm-hmm. at most. The best dorm to be in during COVID times. Absolutely. You don't That's have to share a bathroom at all. I mean, they were moving people in there during COVID to, like, They moved... Quarantine. No, they didn't, though. They didn't They moved everyone out of the first floor and then just left it. Well, well, well you know. Were you on the first floor? <laughs> no, I wasn't. Some, some right. effort was made. Yeah. <laughs> they thought about it. They yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Like, you also get early enrollment. All the honors classes are ridiculously small. That is nice. It's like taking... Literally, like, class, 18 man. to 24 people. Yeah. I'm in an honors class right now. My honors 294. 12 people in it. It's a fucking joke, but as you said, an easy joke, so it's yeah. not terrible. There's just like, I don't know, like, if it's taking three hours, I think that's, I, I can't handle that, even if it is easy. Like, microbio is easy, but it's taking up three hours of my day, and I don't appreciate that. I'm taking literally three classes right now. And I mean, like, I came into college with, like, 30-some credits already. Like, I already knew that my senior year was going to be more lax. Mm-hmm. But, like, looking back on freshman year, I cannot even understand how I managed to do 17, 18 credits. Yeah. Like, that is ridiculous. I'm, I've lacked so much motivation <laughs> now, which makes me scared for grad school when I have to go back to, like, full-time. Yeah, but you have time to relax, though. You get a reset and start new. Like, you know what you know now. Like, 
Yeah. You have a new, I feel new like approach. Also, like, you still work a lot, though, because you work here. Yeah, I, I work more than I do school at this point, but I'm just saying, like, I mean, at this point, work is easy for me because I've been doing it for three years. Mm-hmm. I have all the experiments memorized. Like, it's it's nothing to do work. But it's still, I don't know. I, I do see where you're coming from. Like, the two kind of balance out. Where I'm sure, like, yeah. you didn't really work, like, your freshman year while you were taking, like... I didn't work freshman year, and I think that's the only reason that I managed, because my only thing that I had to focus on was school. Yeah. That's what I was going to say, because I feel like we kind of... We shift around, like, what we do. Like, we shift the balances and shit. Like, freshman year, you sure, you start off with 17 credits, but you're not working. Yeah. And then, like, you shift over either, like, your second semester or, like, your sophomore year. And now you start working, so you're taking less classes... Yeah. And like yada yada, you keep finding that balance, and now by senior year, you just kind of want to like tack on the school stuff without like removing the work. And you're like, fuck, how would I balance 17 credits while also basically working full time? Yeah. Yeah. And it's I like, like no, I could. Because it's more low key, because second semester freshman year, I worked at Sabres. And that, was, yeah. that sucked, because I would have class Monday through Friday, and then on the weekends, I worked eight hours each day. Mm. So I had no time to do anything. That is nice. I mean, like, can have weekends, but I'm still there's still a lot of there. Yeah, literally the best thing um, as a college student, at least at NIU, is to work on campus because they're so much more flexible with your school schedule. Like, if you have a job like ours, you don't work weekends aside from emails every once in a while. But I mean, not to mention they're also basically like. Basically, your shift is about the time that it would take for, like, a longer class or, like, two classes. Like, it kind of lines yeah. into your schedule. I agree. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I have a joke. Yeah. Let's hear your joke. Um, oh, that was a funny joke. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. That's um, what's the difference between an enzyme and a hormone? Oh, I feel like I've heard this one, but I don't want to, like, ruin it. Uh, you can't hear an enzyme. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. I was like, I remember that one being Josh pretty so raunchy. We will now oh. take the next 15 minutes. <laughs> 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 we'll, we'll be back All in the right. next episode. That's right. <laughs> the joke. Thanks to the uh, magic of video editing, we were able to shrink down the 15 minutes it took Josh to figure that one out. <laughs> To a couple of I'm seconds for you guys. Yeah, that was a good joke. Wow. Yeah, I, I got that immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your Monday. Thank you for joining us today. Um, Emily, thank you for being here. Yes. Of course. Thank you. Of course. Thank you for having me. Um, you'll hear us next Friday. Next Friday. See you guys.